I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You need two haircuts to wear that. Oh my God. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And today... We have approximately one hour. Approximately. And approximately. And we're we're gonna fit it all in. And I'm reasonably sure my neighbor has now started mowing the lawn. <laughs> so that's excellent. I'm sure that Coco is going to go bananas at some point in this new house. She sits right by the door and consents when anybody walks by the house. And she just starts barking. Well my sump pump alarm has started going off and that means it beeps twice in a row approximately every 10 seconds your sump pump my sump pump do you guys not what have is sump, a sump pump it's like a pump in the basement so if there's a lot of groundwater okay oh yes so it pumps the water out from your basement and this is like it's like my backup pump or something and the battery has a problem and my landlord's gonna look at it when she can like, all right, well, it does this 24 hours a day. So if you don't look at it soon, I'm going to figure it out on my own. And that probably just means disconnecting it all. Okay, so wait a minute. Really quickly, when I grew up, when I grew up uh, in Tennessee, <laughs> we didn't have basements because of the water level, the water table. They called it the water table was so high. And which was very terrifying for me as a child who was terrified of tornadoes. Because the safest place in a tornado is a is a you know the basement, except that no one had a basement in Memphis. Ah, yes. So the safest place is a bathtub. <laughs> Go get that was your only option. It was then. my only option. Climb in the bathtub. And so I slept in the bathtub with all of my stuffed animals for about three months one time. <laughs> wow, during like tornado season. Yeah, it was the first time the siren went off. You know about the siren, right? Oh yes. Well, we we have them. I mean, we've had tornadoes nearby. Okay. So. They don't. I don't even know if they have the siren in Utah. I mean, it's an emergency siren, right? It's for just like major emergencies. I think it's just for tornadoes here. I don't know. This is a really, but... this is, we're going to Google this. So the first time I ever heard it, I thought I was, I think it was in second grade. It sounded like a, a truck was just going back and forth, right? And I had no idea what it was. And in the South, what you do is when the tornado warning happens, everybody goes outside and looks at the sky. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And so I, I was standing in this, I lived in a cul-de-sac, which is what they call them here in Utah. They call them coves in the South. Coves. Interesting. So I lived in this, yeah, I lived in a place called Cedar Oak Cove. And I went outside and all of my neighbors were staring at the sky and I'm like, what is going on? Like, there's a truck that's really loud. It keeps passing by the neighborhood. <laughs> and the sky is orange. <laughs> Which means impending doom for anybody who doesn't know about tornadoes. Oh, yeah. And I went inside and asked my mom. And she explained it to me. And I lost my mind. And literally got my 
stuffed animals, put them in the tub, and slept there for three months. I don't blame you. It was this very scary, scary part of my childhood. We had a tornado. I don't remember how far it was from here. I don't know, eight to ten years ago. And where the sirens went off and we had to go to the basement. We were in an apartment building at the time and had to go into the basement. And Lexton was two and a half. I mean, old enough to remember it, but not really old enough to process it at the time. Yes. He still, when the sky gets dark, immediately he's like, is it going to rain? Well, maybe. Thunder? Maybe. Tornado? <laughs> Probably not. Really don't know. But every single time because of that. Mm -hmm. I figured out that I was just like Lexton. I figured out that storms came from the west that's where the clouds would come from yes. so i became a very very good at figuring out directions and i've ever since been very good at finding north south east and west wherever i go and i would i would wake up in the morning and i would look outside and i would watch the weather religiously like what is it going to be what is it going to be what is it going to be oh man and sometimes ew. so lita you know we live in utah and Violent weather like that really doesn't happen in the valley here, <laughs> except that, like back in 2000, 2001, a freak tornado came through downtown Salt Lake City. What? Yes. Did it do a lot of damage? Was it like it a big did, thing? Yeah, it did a lot of damage. And it went wow. right at this place called City Creek, which is where, I mean, it's right there in downtown. Like it was like less than a mile from where we live. And, and Lita's like, do tornadoes happen in Salt Lake? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to say no. That was, mm -hmm. that was a fluke event. Sometimes we experience what's called micro blasts. Something like that. I've heard of those. Yeah. yeah where they, something happens and the trees fall down and get uprooted and thrown across the city. But generally, it just snows a lot and then it gets really hot in the summer. So, Which really, I mean, it's bad, but it's not that bad. We sat down to record this episode and now we're here. <laughs> here we go. This one's about weather. She's going to move on to storms. Mm -hmm. But now she's, Great. like she asked me all the time still. she I don't know why she got freaked. Oh, it was because of summer camp. Oh, man, we could spend oh, a whole right. episode talking about summer camp. Um, I remember, I think you might have mentioned that, like the mm -hmm. the thunderstorm just absolutely terrified her. Terrified. She'd never experienced yeah. a thunderstorm like that. If and, you haven't, and it's a good thunderstorm, it's it's pretty damn scary. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I totally get it. It sounds like a war, you know? Yes. So yeah. she has overcome that to the point where she wants to attend six weeks of camp this summer fully aware that that could happen again yeah well wow. i'll just say that uh, her therapist is just a miracle worker a miracle worker clearly holy shit he is the therapist for i think i've said, said this before he is the therapist for five of my friend's children <laughs> 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 and he has to like pretend that we all don't know each other or, or that he doesn't know that we know <laughs> but that means he's good he's very good Mm -hmm. And so now she's considering, well, she's not considering, we, we, I've worked it out with her father and for the six weeks that she's in New York, she will be uh, at the camp in New Jersey. For the whole time? The whole time. Yeah. Wow. She is so excited. And this is a straight six. A straight this six coming weeks. summer. Mm -hmm. That's what it was last year. I can't remember because one of them was split, wasn't it? It was three weeks. So the first year was three weeks and that was, that's when she was traumatized by the thunderstorm yes. and by, you know, she'd never been away from home for more than 
a day. Right. You can't have your phone and you can't talk to anybody except for like there's a in the in the middle of it like there's a parents day parents can come visit. Okay. Um so the first year was 3 weeks, the second year was 3 weeks and now she keeps in touch with her friends and they are all doing the 6 week jaunt and she's 13 and she's like I want to go be with my friends at camp, you know? And I was like, "You know what? I think that's great." That's awesome. That's a mm-hmm. long time at camp. I don't think I've ever liked camp that much. Well, Good for her. I just I know never got into I know it. this. I know that I mean, they of course they love to go see their father. I think that the quarters are a little tight in New York and <laughs> there's a Be- because lot. it's New York, I mean. Because it's New yeah. York, absolutely. They have to walk a lot. <laughs> when they're there. <laughs> so she's she's going to camp to avoid the walking. She's like, I just want I just, I just want to go be with my friends. But that's what Mar- when Marlo talks about New York, she I mean she loves to go and visit her um father and uh her father's Am I allowed to say Liz? I can say Liz, right? You, she yeah, likes I mean, she, I mean she like Marlo likes to see uh, Liz and her her children as well. And when when you, when she talks about New York, she's like, "Oh, there's so much walking." <laughs> Kids have no, I don't, I don't even think it's the stamina. It's just the patience. I think Mm -hmm. it's boring to walk for kids. I mean, I love it. When I go to any city, I just walk. Mm -hmm. It's like my goal is to walk and see as much as I can. But if Lexton is with me, it's like three blocks. Can we take a cab? (laughs) I don't want to walk anymore. One of my biggest days on Fitbit was, was a 30,000 steps was in New York, just walking. Yeah. I spent the entire day just walking through the city. Yeah. It's a great city to walk through. Mm Mm-hmm. As long as it's not blisteringly hot or yeah. or incredibly cold. So, you know, I just need the ideal and then I'm good in New York. I wanted to break up the six weeks that they're going to be gone into two, three week sections because I don't want, I don't want to be gone from my kids that long. But because because Lita wants this so badly, I'm going to I'm agreeing to it. So I am flying them out at the end of June and I always turn it into a, a trip to New York since I'm flying out there. Yeah. And that is going to be real hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's last time I was in New York was in June and it was well toward the end because it was over my birthday. Yeah, it was it was miserable. And because it's all pavement, it's just God awful. Yeah, and it's not just that; it smells. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think I think it always yeah. it always does. Yeah, depends on where, but it's it's definitely pretty nasty, mm-hmm. especially if you take public transit. Yeah, and the subway is the the best way to travel there. I mean, yeah, yeah, by far. Or or I mean, I'd rather walk, but that's just not convenient all the time. Mm-mm. Well, that'll be good though. New York trip. New York trip. And then six weeks of quote unquote freedom. Six weeks of quote unquote freedom. Mm-hmm. They're gone for so my birthday. You're gonna take those whole six weeks off and party, right? <laughs> I um, a couple of years ago when I turned forty, I wanted to go to. I've never been to Paris. I've been to Bangladesh and I have been to Haiti, <laughs> but, but never Paris. <laughs> but I really haven't ever. I mean, and I was in Berlin a little bit last year, but I really haven't ever explored Europe. And that's something that I'm looking into for my birthday this year. Very nice. But what I'd really love to do is just go back to London and spend like a week in London for my birthday. Just be careful with what you pack. Be careful with what I pack? Yeah. You had trouble with customs in London, didn't you? At Heathrow? Last oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. God. But, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring that up again, but, you know, just be aware. 
It was your perfume, wasn't it? Isn't that like the thing that caused all the hassle? It was my perfume and it was, yeah. no, it was my, um, my eyebrow clippers. <laughs> they confiscated my eyebrow clippers. Oh, wow. Which have never been confiscated anywhere else, but London Heathrow. Yeah. Well, that would be a great place to spend a birthday though. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, I'm very lucky to be even exploring options, but yeah, six weeks without my kids is, um, it's both, wow, oh my gosh, I have all this time. And then it's also, oh God, <laughs> like my heart and soul and my entire like existence is going to be gone. What? <laughs> well, and it's also, it takes, because I've gotten to the point where, I mean, Lexan has gone every other weekend and early on, it was really weird to have him gone. I think we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it, I don't want to sound bad, but I look forward to it because it's a time where I catch up on work or I can do whatever I want in the morning. I, it's not like I do a lot, but I can do what I do on my own schedule. Mm -hmm. And I like it for those 48 hours. But even this summer, it looks like he's probably going to take a trip with his grandparents for 10 days. And already I'm like, 10 days, what the hell am I going to do <laughs> with 10 days? I, I feel too, but by the time I pick him up, I'm ready for him to come home. Mm -hmm. Like more than ready, it's great to pick him up, but 10 days. So then when you say six weeks, I, I feel like, I mean, aside from missing them, I just don't know what I would do for that it's, long. Again, it's, they, they are my anchor. Everything sort of revolves this is this is something that I, I just this week realized. It's something that I have, how do I say this? So Marlo got her tonsils out and over spring break. So spring break was last week for me with the kids. And, and that was totally chill, right? <laughs> oh God, I'm writing. I'm going to write about this, so I'm not going to say too much. But dear Lord fucking God, dear <laughs> fucking God. Ugh. That pretty much sums it up, though, right? Oh, my I mean, God. I seriously just want every single person who told me, oh, my kid did it and bounced back in two days. I, I would just want to punch him in the balls. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. The doctor had, like, listed out, like, this could happen and this could happen and this could happen. But, you know, each kid is different. Uh-uh. We went through the whole list. I mean, your kid is different. She just decided to have all of those things happen. <laughs> she's sitting there. She's like, check, check, check. My mom called her the valedictorian of the tonsillectomy. She's like, <laughs> she's going to do all of it. Yeah, no kidding. Spring break was such that we did not have to get up in the morning and go to school and that whole, you know, the whole routine of everything. But I realized like the routine of getting up and taking them to school and all of that structures the rest of my brain. And like, it's easier to work out because it, it's easier to work out. It's easier to do work because of that scheduling routine. Cause I know that I have to, like, I have only have this limited amount of time to get things done. And so that structure that they bring to my life makes it easier for me to do other things. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but no, no. no. Yeah. You, you rely on it. It's a structure that you put in place because you have kids. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes necessary. E even the 48 hours that he is gone, my whole weekend is just fucked. I don't eat at the right time. If I eat, I wake up at the wrong time. Like everything about my days just falls apart. And it makes jumping into Monday really hard. But the weekends he's with me, I mean, obviously the weekends are a little more relaxed than, you know, the weekday 
routines, but it still follows a specific pattern just because yes. it does. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, everything just collapses. I realize it's, you know, two o'clock and I haven't eaten breakfast. I'm like, Sh I, I already passed lunch. I might as well just wait now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't necessarily even like being on a routine, but now that I'm on a routine, I, I can't be off of it. I really enjoy sleeping. And I have a really hard time waking up in the morning because of all of my anti-anxiety medication that I take before I go to bed. And I take the anti-anxiety me medication before I go to bed because it makes me sleepy. But according to my pharmacologist, it continues to work through the next day. And it does. But so it's really, really hard for me to wake up. And if I don't have the, okay, I got to I gotta be out of bed by 6.30 in order to get my kids to school on time, then I'm going to... <laughs> I, I am a marathon snooze button pusher man like i think i i, I literally i think one time i did it for three hours really i didn't just turn the alarm off i hit snooze for three hours yeah oh my god mm -hmm. see i do a combination of snooze and turning it off because i'm never i'm not always aware enough to know what i'm doing so i set i use my phone that's my alarm mm -hmm. and i set an alarm every 15 minutes for an hour and a half. Because if I, if I snooze through the first one, I'm, that's it. I'm out. I'm really? a really heavy sleeper. So I have to set multiple that way, whether I turn it off or snooze it, shit's still going to go off. Shit is still going to go off. <laughs> there's something, I don't know. There's just something like, oh, just one more time. Just one more time. Just one more time. Nine more minutes, nine more minutes. There's something about that, that like, <laughs> I don't know. And it's ridiculous because nine minutes when you sleep feels like absolutely nothing. And mm -hmm. I think that's why you keep hitting it. Right. Because it's basically you hit snooze, you close your eyes and it goes off again. That's mm -hmm. how it feels. <sighs> but if you do it six times, then it feels okay. But then you're like, oh. So when it first goes off in the morning, I'm like, oh, I have another 45 minutes that I get to lie here. Because <laughs> I hit it five times. So do you set, I mean, do you intentionally set your alarm early? Uh-huh. Knowing that you're going to snooze? Yeah. I set my alarm for six and then I get out of bed at 645. Yeah. I'm sure there's all sorts of scientific arguments saying that we're really fucking up our sleep by yep. not just setting it at a time and getting up. Yeah. But there's that psychological element where I think just because you've, you snoozed six times, for example, you feel like you've stayed in bed mm -hmm. longer. Like it's more satisfying. I just mentally. like, I just like to be warned that I'm going to have to get out of bed. <laughs> Six snoozes from now, you will be getting up. <laughs> yeah. I just want a warning, you know? I don't like to be yanked. I just want a warning that so the sleep has to end. And so, Gentle wake up, yeah. Well, so when, so when I don't have to do that, it, I'll set my alarm if I get to, you know, sleep until like seven or eight. And it's like, oh, I mean, if I go work out, but I really want a cup of coffee and I can sit here and do some work and I start to go from I start to do a pinball thing where it's like well I could do this but I could also do this and the possibilities are so much broader because the, the restrictions aren't there and my self-control is like does my self-control kind of needs the kids <laughs> yes because you've relied on them to kind of enforce that routine mm -hmm. not I mean subconsciously it they're the reason it's there so without them you can totally break it but that six weeks could be a really fascinating experience because, or experiment, I guess, because maybe there's like a certain point where all of a sudden just your own natural routine kicks in 
It's like, no, you can't sleep in an extra hour and you do need to go to the gym and you have to work at this time. Mm -hmm. I would hope because if not, I mean, I'm going to be screwed in six years when he's out of the house. Last year, they, they went for five weeks. And I will admit, I will admit this, that towards the end, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> like bracing for impact, bracing for impact, bracing for impact. Yeah. Because it is such a difference. It is like a smack to the face of I've had this, you know, all this time when I could just do whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it. And then boom, there they are. Yeah. Everything. I'm responsible for everything. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing. I mean, if it's four o'clock on some random day and you want to go get coffee, you can just do it. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Go eat dinner at 10 p.m. No one cares. Mm -hmm. I can get I can get up at six o'clock in the morning and go exercise and get it done. You know, get yes. it done for the day. Yep. Get it out of the way. Well, that's why, I mean, even when we text, we always refer to it as reentry because that, yes. that is the worst part. It's not, it's not bad being in it, but entering back into it is hell. And the longer that gap is, I think the worse it is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, after six weeks, that's going to be, damn. Yeah. That's going to be a fun transition. And they get back literally five days before they start school. <laughs> that'll be fun uh, yeah so, so gosh remember and we're gonna say this right now and i'm gonna warn you <laughs> don't don't do not say oh my gosh you know we're starting the new school year and it's going much better than we had planned <laughs> oh god yeah i remember that oh yep yep just getting all the school supplies and it's like oh then there's the parent teacher shit that goes on okay all right, I'm gonna. I, what I need to do is party the fuck out of those six weeks, man. Party the Seriously. fuck out of those six weeks. That's why you need to plan to not be there, even if it's not far. But you know, if you're home, you're gonna work. Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure you have to work for part of it. But you need to. You need to be gone, or well, you will just you will fall into your own work routine, and that will be it. It's it, the problem is I have a dog. I can't really. Whenever I leave, I have to plan for the dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is why I don't, I don't have a pet. <laughs> I would get more pets, I think, if I knew that uh, travel to New York wasn't so frequent. Well, it hasn't been that frequent, but, but you know, I, I, so I haven't been on a plane this year. Which is a record for you. I mean, it's we're a four and a half months in, three and a half months in. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, like I have to go to San Francisco and I got invited to speak at a conference in Montenegro. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. When is that? That's at the end of May. Very nice. And then the kids and I are going to, our, our vacation this year for, together as the three of us, we're going to go see my cousins in Austin, Texas. Way south. Way south, way hot. Tex-Mex all the way, man. That's right. My kids like guacamole and they are going to be so fucking, like, they're going to be like, what is this? This is guacamole, kids. Welcome to God, Texas. I could, eat, I could eat guacamole for every meal of the day. Yeah. That would probably be my only reason to go south. Have you ever been to Austin? I have not. I've never oh, been to Texas man. at all. Really? Yeah. Austin is amazing. I've heard. I've heard it's great. But I also don't really like the heat. So I oh. do tend to avoid. Although I'm getting better. I'm growing more tolerant of it, I think. Give me all of the I just tell heat. myself that. Just give yeah, me all of it. Oh. No, gray and rain works for me pretty well, actually. Oh, no. 
no, 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 no. A couple weeks ago, was it earlier this month, end of last month, it rained for several, several days in a row. And everybody in town was just so depressed. We we're like, this is, this has got to end. This has got to end. And I'm like, how do people live in that? How do people live in the constant drizzle? I don't. I mean, I like. Although that's why I think I'm changing because we had a period that was a couple weeks of almost all gray, and I was so anxious for sunshine and warmth, and I've never felt that way before ever. So I think I'm transitioning. I used to. I could like gray dismal days for months would have been fine no but i need i need the light i think you're becoming an adult Uh, yeah that must be what it is finally almost almost 33 and an adult almost 33 almost wow a couple more months of 32 i remember 33 yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it all just blurs together anymore yeah not 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 a good year for you um what was 33 that was 2008 that was an interesting year. It was a very interesting year. I'll just say that. I'll hope for interesting for mine. Mm-hmm. I don't have any plans yet, so we'll see. Are you going to go anywhere for your birthday? I don't know. It depends on Lexton's schedule. What I might end up doing is trying to go somewhere before my birthday because it looks like that's when he's going to go somewhere with his grandparents. Okay. So take a, you know a trip a week before that, but I haven't even started looking at it. I had to get myself through tax season first. That was awful. Oh, so, God. But it's over now. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's done. I'm all set. Are you all set? I well, I mean, I'm much lighter than I was before, but you know, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Glad it's done. You survived it. I survived it. Yes. Do you want to tell us what your um, resolution was, or no? Oh, in terms of filing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I did not claim Lexton. Oh God. So that was an added, yeah. Added. And even uh, I, when I finally like emailed the final decision to my accountant. She responded. She's like, are you sure? Because it's a big difference. <laughs> I bet like, she's like, yep, are you thanks. shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's a big difference. Yeah, she asked at one point, she's like, can she Can she claim him? I'm like, well, it's not really up for me to decide. But I'm like, not really. Not really. But it's over. Mostly I'm just glad we don't have to talk about it. I don't have to think about filing anymore. It's done. Oh, you man, you were through the ringer on that one. Yeah, I'm still not happy with how it turned out, but you know, you deserve a trip. Something, yeah. so I will do something. As long as as long as he goes somewhere for that long, I will definitely do something. Because I don't know what I would do here for ten days. I don't. I don't need to be here for ten days. I don't want to be here at all. I would rather move in general. But <laughs> but you made a you made an important decision. Is what you did. That's right. So no regrets, but definitely need to need to go somewhere. Austin, yeah. After Austin, Austin. in June, that sounds really great. <laughs> we're staying. We're staying at a, a little Airbnb that's right next to a a pool, like a, a, a natural spring pool. Oh, so cool. We'll just stay there. Um, and we might. I don't know if I can if I'm allowed to do this, but my nephew is on a mission in San Antonio. Um, oh yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and he he he's writing home and saying that he loves the weather, and that could be because we've come out of this awful, 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 awful winter, and he is now in a place where it's you know it's ninety degrees in in April probably. So when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, yeah. And it's dry heat, right? Which In Austin? Isn't it? it no. may, I'm totally making this shit up. It's Texas. It's not? So it's humid? But yeah. it's dry in parts of Texas? Um, maybe, yeah, maybe in West Texas, but like Houston and San Antonio are, you know, they're close to the Gulf, I think. So it's like 90 and humid? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. No way. No way. Yeah. Uh You like, you like humid heat? I grew up in that. Yeah, but, oh, no, no. Dry heat, I can tolerate. Humidity, I like to no. visit. I like to visit it. Is what I like to do. Visiting it is fun for me because it reminds me of growing up. And but I, I, I will tell you, the summers in in Utah are second to none. Second to none. It's why I continue living here. That and my mom. My mom is at the top, and then it's summers in Utah because it's not humid. There are no bugs. It is gorgeous day after day after day after day after day. Well, I think we've talked about this, but I've only been to Salt Lake once when we met. Mm -hmm. It was in August, maybe. I think it was in August. Yes, it was because I (laughs) had mediation the next day. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yes. Super hot. And that was when my rental car got a flat tire on the side of the interstate and I had to change it in like 95 degree heat when I was almost late for my flight anyway. So by the time I get to the airport and through security, I'm just pouring sweat. You're done with Utah. Crabby as all hell. I'm like, (laughs) fuck this place. Get me on a plane. Could have just been a bad impression, but you know. And then I got charged for the flat tire. Oh God. Yeah. So it was good times. But I'm sure it's nice overall. It's nice overall. Just the, I mean, having a cocktail uh, like at six o'clock on your porch, you know, neighbors walking by, it's beautiful outside. It's just, you know, that's life. <laughs> I, know. I will agree with that, especially no bugs. Like, oh God, it was the, what day was it last week? Lita, um, it was a Friday. And Lita did not get out of her pajamas the entire day at all. Didn't even brush her hair. And uh, and she's lying on the couch and Marlo is feeling like Marlo had these waves of being okay. And then the wave would crash and she would basically claim she was dying. So there was this wave of her feeling better and she was like bugging Lita to play. And she just looked at me and she's like, I just want to like... Why doesn't she understand that I just want to relax? And I said, this, I said, Lita, you're becoming an adult. 
you realize that like just sitting and not doing anything is really pleasant. It's fun. And uh, she's like, you're right. And I said, yeah, as you get older, it gets more fun. It gets funner and funner and funner to the point that you're just like begging to just sit and do nothing. Well, I think because your list of what qualifies as nothing shrinks, like to sit and like, I mean, like you said, sitting on a porch and drinking a cocktail for a kid, that's super boring to sit there and sip on a soda. Mm -hmm. But I could sit there for hours with a drink. Well, several drinks. No complaints at all. Not one. Especially after crazy weeks. Mm -hmm. Let's kind of go back to the, the walking thing, like walking and not doing, just walking around and looking at a city is so much fun. And for a child, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. There has to be a destination and it has to be close. That's <laughs> really what it amounts to. Otherwise, you're going to go to camp for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that, like, with with having that freedom and not having that routine, I mean, you can walk and then just stop in somewhere and stay for five minutes stay for four hours. It doesn't matter. But it's not like that with kids. It's an in and out. Like every place I think for kids has a purpose. Once you've done that thing, you need to leave. Mm -hmm. Like if you go somewhere for lunch and you eat and the food is gone, you have to go. Yes. Because it's already, it's already done. Whereas adults linger, you know, and I don't know if, if Lita's kind of at that point yet, but even with Lexton, like we'll finish, we'll go out to dinner and finish. And he kind of wants to hang out and finish his, his soda and talk. And it's, it's awesome, but it's so weird. It is weird. Um, it is weird. And and this is such a, a, a quick, it feels like a quick change with them, with the, with the older kids. Um, so during the tonsillectomy spring break week, my mom was watching Marlon. We were supposed to go to um, a place called Logan a few hours north of here and stay in a hotel with a swimming pool. Because we, you know, people had told me, your kid bounces back in two days. So we're like, hey, let's let's book, you know, let's do something for spring break. So we had to cancel two hotel rooms um, because Marlo was in no condition to get in a car. Literally could not, like, she, she literally couldn't get in a car. Um, it, it was that bad. And yeah, I remember you texting me early in the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I apologize for anything that I texted. Um, (laughs) So I, I, you know, and Lita was really disappointed. She was like, you know, this is her spring break week and we didn't get to go to do anything fun. And so I took her clothes shopping and (laughs) I don't know why I just remembered this. There was a Walmart commercial in the late 90s early 2000s where these two women are talking they're greeters and they they're clowns and one of them is like shopping to me is fun and they talk about how they greet people at walmart have you seen this no i don't like clowns so i already dislike it i know it's it's a little frightening but um she yeah shopping to me is fun and i used to say it all the time because i hate (laughs) shopping i hate it just all shopping all shopping i just hate shopping um and so i was like okay let's go clothes shopping lita (laughs) and she likes it right well this was really interesting (laughs) 
we went to the mall that has Forever 21 and H&M and stuff. And so we, we walked into Forever 21. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a you're basically browsing a circus, right? Yeah, that's you're a good in, way to describe you're it. You're inside like the the costume section of a circus. And to me, going in there is kind of, it's, it's like people watching, but you're clothes washing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what were they thinking with this? And she got really stressed out and because she, she nothing in there, you know, nothing in there was wearable. And she was starting to stress out and she wanted to leave immediately. So we ended up going to H&M and found her some shirts that didn't have like a clown in glitter blinking on the front oh, yeah. of it. And we found her several t-shirts and a jacket and could not find any shorts for her. She's just so tiny. And I was like, well, we need to probably go to Target or Old Navy. And she's like, okay, do we have to do that today? And I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home too. She's like, okay, good. I want to go home. And I was like, oh, you're my little non-shopper. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Lexton has always hated it. So it's never really been an issue. But I did, I finally cleaned out. I hate cleaning out his dresser. I hate it because some, some things you can eyeball and know that they don't fit, but others you're not really sure. So I have him like put them on, like, just tell me if it fits. If it doesn't give it to me, I'll give it to Goodwill. So he, he comes out and there were shorts in the drawer and I don't know, he's, he's also very small in the waist, but mm -hmm. very tall. He's like five, two or something, but you know, 86 pounds. So he comes out he's like, these shorts are awesome. And I turn around. Oh my God. They were like, they looked like boxer briefs maybe <laughs> maybe and i with just without even thinking i was like whoa and he goes what are they kind of short I'm like yeah yeah you can wear them but they're a little on the short side <laughs> like to the point where he wouldn't be able to sit without concern but i know <laughs> when i go up a size like it's it's not gonna fit so i don't know what to do God, they were Sit short. I have nothing concern. against. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, it was just my mom. She would always notice when when girls or women had on really short skirts, and I I remember this growing up. She would always kind of mumble under her breath, "You need two haircuts to wear that." Oh my! Every God. single time, like and it is just it's always. Like I, I'll be out and see someone in a short skirt. That's exactly what crosses my mind. Like I can hear her saying it. You need his two, shorts were the version of that. You need two haircuts to wear those shorts. Is that what she said? To wear the skirt, like to a really short skirt. skirt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that's can awesome. never unhear it. <laughs> those are like the skirts at Forever Twenty One. Yeah, shopping to me is fun at Walmart, no less. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to stay a little bit longer and just people were clothes watching H&M or Forever 21 and Lita was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, this is scary. I'm scared. I'm scared, mom. <laughs> it's kind of fun to to find something that's just horrendous mm -hmm. and just wait and see who picks it up. Oh, yeah. Like, just kind of keep an eye out and you're like, no one's going to buy that. And then someone comes up like, this is awesome. And you just watch. Like, you're really going to spend your money on that. Okay. It's good, though. I don't know. Well, like, my friend Cammie... Do you remember Cammy from your from your website? Yeah, like wild fashion. Wild, not a bad fashion. way, just very yeah. Okay, 
she she just like she all of her clothes were vintage and she would just put the craziest things together and I loved what she would do. This time at Forever 21, we walked in and I'm like, we have walked into Cammy's brain. We have walked into Cammy's brain. Oh my <laughs> God, this is what Cammy's brain looks like. It was just it was it was insane. I mean, I say that lovingly, but there was nothing that Lita wanted. Like Lita's, God, she's, she really is a lot like me in the sense that she doesn't want to wear makeup. She doesn't want to wear a lot of jewelry. She doesn't wear any jewelry. She's just sort of, she's like, you know, I just want, you know, I just want the plain t-shirt. I just want the plain shorts. That's all I want. I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, you, I don't dress to stand out. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against it. I have friends who do, it's fine. It's just not for me. I feel like if I were to wear stuff like that, I would feel weird, and then it would just make it look weird. You have to own it, and I don't. I mean, Cammy owns it. <laughs> like, I'm sure that I'll probably see her when I go to New York. I'm sh- she'll be in shorts that are, you know, she needs two two haircuts to wear the shorts, <laughs> you know, and in in shoes that have a, a heel that's probably six inches high, and maybe maybe a tank top. Or maybe a really frilly, frilly glitter shirt. And then, like, she'll have a fur throw around her, a fur scarf, that that sort of thing. And then she'll just be totally casual. Totally. And she will own it. Yeah. Like, like it is just who she is. And it is, I love that about her. Like, I couldn't, I would never, first of all, be able to wear the, the shoes, period, anywhere. And she's wearing it, like, with teeny, teeny, tiny shorts and a fur scarf. And it's just like, ah. She's magical that way. I am not. It is a gift. I, I probably couldn't wear those heels either. So don't feel bad. Probably not. No. Don't no. do that. Or the shorts. Or the shorts. <laughs> without, sitting without concern. <laughs> right, that's right. You don't want to have to think when you're sitting. You don't want to have to be that aware. Oh, man. We're getting into the... Uh, and, and I know you're experiencing this with Lexton, but we really are just entering this puberty territory. And... It's like reliving it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurts because, it, at least with Lexton, it, it's just now entering. So, like, I can see a year from now and just shudder. Mm-hmm. Because you, you really, oh, man. Middle school is rough. Middle school is rough. I, I, I didn't think high school was nearly as bad because you were kind of over that initial hump. Mm-hmm. So, it, what, like, that awkwardness was gone. Or at least diminished. Either that or you just got used to it. But middle school was rough. It is. Well, it's rough because all of the change is happening so fast. Like you're out of elementary school and then your body is changing super, 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 super quickly. Yeah. And so you're thrust into this new environment while your body is changing super fast. And it's so confusing. And Lita and I watched the first season of Felicity. Did you ever watch Felicity? Uh, my sister did. I've seen it, but I've never watched it consecutively. It's a really good show. <laughs> That's Carrie Russell, right? That is Carrie Russell, yes. Yeah. And uh, Scott Foley and Jennifer Garner got her start on Felicity. Oh, yeah, that's right. I went to the CD release party of the first oh, season of, Sol- of Felicity. I got to meet them all. I wrote about this on my really? website. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like Years a long in- time ago. That must have been before I found your site. 1999. Holy shit, yeah. 1999 is when that happened. That and was when I went to high school. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> um, and Jennifer Garner was there. This is before Jennifer Garner was doing Alias. And I walked up. So I'm going to finish this up really quickly. Okay. 
at the end of the first season of Felicity, Felicity has to make a choice between Noel or Ben. And Spoiler, everyone. Spoiler. Well, no, she has to make a choice. I mean, everybody knows or about you're not, this. You're not going to tell us the choice. No, though. I'm not going to tell you the oh, choice. Okay. And this, this, the season ends with her getting into a cab, and you don't know which one she chooses. And it's it's gutting because it just ends like the credits come up. She gets in a cab and you have no idea who she chooses. And back in the day when this came on, I had to wait four months for the next season. Right. So it was really upsetting. And I cried. <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was Team Noel and there was Team Ben. And I went to the CD release party before the second season came out. And. I walked up to Scott Foley at the CD release party and I said, I just want you to know that I am just hardcore team Noel because he's playing Noel. And standing next to him is Jennifer Garner. Oh, wow. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. 1999 Jennifer Garner, who looked like she had not washed her hair. She had her glasses on, like a white t-shirt and khaki pants that were pleated. Pleated. Oh, khaki those pants. were still cool then though, right? Uh-uh. No. No. <laughs> and like some weird, clunky, like chunky shoes. And it was just so weird. To, like she was just, I, it's almost like she wanted to like blend into the background of something. She wasn't talking to anybody. Um, she was clearly flirting with Scott Foley, who, whom she eventually married. Well, so it worked. But he I must have liked get, the pleated pants. Yeah, I couldn't get over the pleated khakis. Couldn't get over it. It was just like, what is she doing? <laughs> Clearly, anyway. if that still sticks in your mind from like <laughs> well, 20 about, years ago almost. Well, because I met, I met and I saw so many celebrities in Los Angeles. You basically see one a day. Like I saw Cindy Crawford buying salami when she was eight months pregnant with her first kid. Like I was standing in line behind her. <laughs> but Lita finished watching Felicity. And when the credits go up, she was silent. And I just sat there for a second and she turned over and started making a noise. And I thought she was joking. And I... I was like, what are you doing? And she is sobbing. Sobbing. Just, she doesn't even have to wait. You can just watch the next one. She doesn't even have to wait. I know. And um, I said, we can watch it right now if you want to. Um, but she's like, no, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And <laughs> I have to take into consideration that like her emotions now are just right there underneath. Like they're right underneath her eyes. Just right there. And so now I'm being very measured with, you know, I, I realize that she's entering that really emotional stage and everything has meaning and everything is, there's there's drama in every decision and every stroke of life. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know if Lexton, dude. It's, I don't think it's the same with boys. Yeah. I mean, there's there's drama, but it's totally not at the same. I don't even want to say it's not at the same level. It's just processed differently. Yeah. And part of that, honestly, I think they're oblivious to a certain degree. I think the boys stay kind of oblivious to some of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just speaking for Lexton, but I, I remember, I mean, I was friends with girls in middle school and high school, and there was definitely more drama between them than there was with the guys. Oh, yeah. Of the drama. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So that that I'm not experiencing. You're lucky. Yeah. yeah you'll be ready though by the time marlo goes through that unless she decides to be like the valedictorian of everything <laughs> then you're fucked 
That's just, I don't know. We don't won't even be like prep for it. You won't you won't know what's going to hit you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. As I was as we were sitting there, you know, I was as I was comforting her, I was thinking when Marlo's this age, Marlo's going to get to the end of Felicity and go, eh, needs more blood. <laughs> <laughs> Having that comparison with two, I think, w- would be fascinating, regardless of how far apart they are. Even if they're twins, I think it'd be interesting. It is really interesting. It really is a fascinating study day to day today. And you you had to be in a house with them for a whole week. So it was like <sighs> the perfect study. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them was teetering between fine and death so pretty calm spring break there were several times when me and lita had to be very very careful because the urge to mimic the sound coming out of marlo <laughs> because she she couldn't speak she couldn't speak at all it hurt to speak and so she would say i want a milkshake <laughs> And Lita and I would look. At, I would look at Lita and I would give her the stink eye. Like, don't make fun of her. If she cries, she's gonna it makes it worse. Stop! Don't make fun of it. Oh man. Yeah. But we should say right. It's we're now just out of spring break for you, and she is. She's turned a corner. She's, she's at school better. today. Yeah. See, look she's at that. At school. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> you didn't think you'd make it a week ago, but did you did. Not. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure at least 50% of that first text message was all caps, if not the whole thing. And that it was like, it was Monday or Tuesday that you sent it to. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be such a long week for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It got, the, the problem is, is that it got worse on day three and then it got worse on day four and then it got really, really, really bad on day five. And I was just like, okay, this is not ever going to end. Like she's just going to end up getting worse and worse and worse. And that's really like the opposite, right? I mean, it should get better on day three and then even better on day four. Right. And then day five, you're good. Mm-hmm. Which was the plan. That was kind of how you scheduled your your little trip, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what yeah. we were going to do. Yeah. We were well, going to go plans. swimming. We were going to go swimming in Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little girl whose throat just got slashed. Oh, oh man. Yeah, she she went through it all. She did. But if she could do that at this age, holy shit, she's going she'd be fine. It's good. Oh, I've I've have many people have sent me horror stories about having them removed at like your age. And Oh, really? Yeah. The the recovery as an adult is far 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 worse. So, um, everything's worse as an adult. <laughs> I mean, across the board. You have to walk in New York City. God. You're not even going anywhere. But we should mention, right, if you're going to write about it, I mean, we should mention to the listeners of ours that maybe haven't been to your website in a while that it's it's relaunched. It's relaunched. You I posted like four or five times already. I know. Like I have a place crazy. to write again. Yeah. The goal is to can, is to do a lot of writing. To do a lot of writing. I think I mentioned that in, in the episode where we talked about uh, – resolutions that my resolution was to get back to that which brought me mental happiness and writing does that for me it shows in your writing oh thank you thank you it's it's been great having you back on there i've enjoyed it i've checked it a couple times thinking there's no way she's posted again and both times i'm like holy shit how did you how is there already another post up it's awesome because i was like oh my god i have my website back well this is fun because it was so painful to update the old version of it yeah and this version is just like killer, killer fast and like super easy. And it's like, oh my gosh, I get to write again. Yes. So you can just think you want to write, basically go in, open a post window and you're good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's if you had all those barriers before it, it really kills it. Yeah. There was a cow on my homepage for over two and a half months just sitting there. <laughs> yes, there was, but no more. No and more. it's got a new look and it's awesome. Thank you. It was a long work in progress and I'm really happy with the, the people, who, the Cooper House, who helped me. And um, it's good. I'm really excited. And I'm, I have a post uh, that I'm working on about the whole tonsillectomy experience of 2017. Oh, God. Be it it involves this. This is. A, I don't know if I'll get it up before this episode, but it involves this. I'll just give you a little sneak peek, okay? <laughs> I was in a wagon, and then I woke up in another room. What happened to me? <laughs> I was in a wagon? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It's oh. true. They carted her off in a wagon. <laughs> Do they think that like softens the blow or something? Yes. What's that? Oh my yes. God. And she was stoned out of her mind when she got in the wagon. That, and they, that's like a fucking nightmare. I, know. I got in a wagon and I don't remember what happened next. Oh my she, God. She gets in a wagon, doesn't remember what happens, wakes up in some strange room with a needle in her arm. Right? Oh. And she when she Hell was no. coming she was coming out of out of um, her anesthesia and she's like I was in a wagon. <laughs> and I, oh man. Oh man, it That's was That's horrible. It was fun. God. Mm. Looking back, it was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much during it. But despite that, you survived. All three of you survived. And yeah. fresh out of spring break, here we are recording an episode. Recording an episode. Yes, we are. And... That was an that was an interesting spiral of rambling sorts, right? Yeah, tornadoes, tonsillectomies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we we covered a lot. We covered quite a bit. Yeah, a classic ramble. A classic ramble. Do you have stories of tornadoes and walking in New York and summer camp and being a teenager and tonsillectomies? We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Manic Ramblings on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also send us email to stories at manicramblings.com. And I will add, I know I've said this before, we do try to respond to all of them, mm-hmm. but we definitely read all of them, even if we don't respond. And please don't be offended if our response is ridiculously late. That does happen. Until next time, be sure to get two haircuts before you wear that skirt. <laughs> Shopping to me is fun. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.